You'd eat anything. Hour. My name is Darian, and I have brought you yet another week of horror bullshit, my friends. My main man, Buddy, is in the house. Hey, what's up, man? What's up, Buddy? Oh, you know. Um, I do know. I <laughs> thought I knew. Yeah. I don't know if I know, actually, <laughs> now that you mention it. What do we know? I don't know. I don't know what I know and what I don't know. Hey, you're not going to believe this. What's up? I saw Cowboy. Did you really? Yes. Oh, yeah. It's been forever since I seen him. No shit. Oh, shit. I was supposed to bring um, some uh, spicy nuts and pecans and crap, and I left them in my work bag. You motherfucker. Oh, man. Okay, so I got to make sure I bring them in next week. (laughs) Um, But yeah, he he had them in his truck, and he's like, oh, yeah, I got these. He's like, oh, yeah, I'll bring them to the podcast. I can't (laughs) wait to have Cowboy's spicy Spicy nuts nuts in my mouth. (laughs) Right? (laughs) All up in my tongue. <laughs> Sounds amazing. I'm gonna cup them. I'm gonna dibble them a little bit, and then I'm gonna put. Uh. <laughs> yeah, but it was very cool because I hadn't seen him in so long. Yeah, man. Yeah. How come you guys don't see each other anymore? Uh, at first, I thought it was because our receiving shipping department like completely got separated. We it used to be both shipping and receiving in one door. Right. Well, now it's, now it's separated, and yeah. he he would be in our shipping area. Right. Um. So that's clear on the other side of the building. But it turns out the his whole route changed, so he's got like a different route than what he usually has. Oh. Um. It's like a, a Moya area versus like the Spark, not Sparks, but like the Reno area where we're at. Okay. Um. So that's why, but. But this day we had a crap ton of trucks just going in and out, just picking up a bunch nice. of freight. So he, he was one of the guys. So Okay. Yeah. I'm into it. Love me mm-hmm. some cowboy. Yeah, me too. Right on, man. Good times. Uh, I'm dealing with a pinched fucking nerve, Whew. buddy. Man. It's, uh, it's getting better. That's good. So here's the thing. I can't do anything. You know what I mean? I can't run. I tried doing a supernatural workout. You know what that is? No, where you pretend to work out? Uh, kinda. You put you put the <laughs> VR goggles in. Oh, okay. On, and then you basically—it's like somebody's hurling balls at your face. So it's like a Tuesday night oh, at, at Darren's. <laughs> yeah. Balls at your face, and you gotta like swat them, and like buy, there's like a boxing thing where you gotta throw punches and all that shit. Well, you had me. I would have done that until you started saying the rest of it. It was fun. It's fun. <laughs> it's a fun thing to do, but yeah. uh, it's it's an ass whipper of a workout. Too. Wow, you get all kinds of sweaty. Uh, it was fine. I did good. I was sweaty as shit. And then uh, that night I woke up at like 3 in the morning and I couldn't move. I was like, ah, oh, wow. fuck, shit. Came out, tried to sleep on the couch. That Man. didn't help. Um, took, I think, a, a, a literal fistful of ibuprofen. <laughs> and, uh, it, well, of course, that takes like nine hours for it to kick in. Right. So I'm like eyeballing the vodka. <laughs> 
I'm like, how much? How many of those edibles do we have left? Because <laughs> this is not happening. I feel like I'm getting a pinched nerve listening to this. <laughs> this is what I feel like. <laughs> right? I, now then you can empathize, my man. <laughs> yeah. Right on, dude. Well, we got a regular horror show to get into here, Killer. Mm-hmm. We got horror news, listener mail, all the usual shenanigans. Let's kick it off with a little of the old horror news, buddy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> horror news. All right, go ahead. All right, so there's nine horror movies I got for you releasing this week. Okay. All right. Oh, this is from the 18th to the 23rd. Okay. All right, Loneliest Boy in the World. Oh. It's uh, released VOD platforms beginning today, actually. Sounds depressing. Yeah, Loneliest Boy in the World is built as a modern fairy tale, except with zombies. Okay. Uh, School for Good and Evil, set to open doors uh, Wednesday the 19th. I think that's a twenty thing. Yes, it is. Uh, School for Good and Evil for Netflix. Uh Uh-huh. Bringing iconic fairy tales into the real world. Oh, boy. Uh, Shudder. I'm excited for this one. Okay. You probably heard about it, but it's the fifth installment of VHS Franchise. Yes. Yeah. 99. Yes, VHS 99 is coming to Shudder October 20th. I'm super excited for that one. Me too. I'm waiting for a VHS box set. Oh, yeah. That's what I need. The Blu-ray VHS box. With all of them. Well, yeah, but as soon as I buy that, they're going to put out another another one one and I'm going to be fucked. You you just got to keep waiting until... Fucking ass. I need you to (laughs) stop making those movies and then put out a box set and promise me you're never going to make another one of them. Yeah. Not going to happen. What they should do with Halloween is make a coffin case because there's so many of those. Yeah. (laughs) Just give you like an extra five or six slots at the end. (laughs) Yeah. Purchase them as they come out. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Wendell and Wild is a spooky Halloween first movie. Comes to select theaters on the 21st. Okay. Uh, classic 1980s slasher type movie, Terror Train, starring Jamie Lee Curtis, is getting a remake this Halloween season with Tubi. Yeah. Yeah. That's coming out this Friday. Okay. Uh, aliens are headed their way to the Arctic in the upcoming sci-fi invasion slash back in theaters, limited theaters, digital HD VOD platforms on the 21st. Okay. Thomas Jane, The Mist, yeah, and Predator becomes a badass vampire hunter in the upcoming Slayers. Okay. A comedy action horror film. I like Thomas Jane. Yeah, I do too. Uh, that's coming on demand and digital this Friday, Righteous. 21st. I'm into it. Um, Hulu is coming out with a, I think it already came out. No, it's coming out with a show called Matriarch. Uh, comes out this Friday. Okay. Um, and that's, oh no, I got a dark... Dark Sky Films will bring the highly anticipated release of Sinfony. 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 Yeah, Sinfony. Okay. <laughs> a clubhouse horror anthology theaters to anthology to theaters and digital VOD platforms. Okay. Um, also this week, I'm excited for this one. I haven't seen it yet. Terrifier 2. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. Yeah. Try, I'm trying to make my way down there. Yeah, Trick or Treat will be playing in AMC theaters nationwide also. Yep, that includes IMAX. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's it. Okay. Yeah. That's all, all right. I got. That's what do you, you got? got? All right, yeah. then. Whoa. Hey. Easy there, buddy. <laughs> Does the name Corey Taylor ring any bells? No. He is the lead singer of Slipknot. Oh, yes. And Stone Sour and the Corey Taylor Project. Wow. And I think there's another band out there that he fronts. Hmm. And he is a crazy horror fan. Okay. And he has just purchased 
Famous Monsters from Filmland magazine. Okay. He now I, owns it. I don't think I've read a single one of them. Um, it was really popular like in the 60s and 70s. Oh, okay. Kind of tapered off a little bit. Uh, the guy that used to own it was a guy named Forrest Ackerman. Okay. And he was like a Hollywood insider journalist type of dude. But he just had this insane passion for horror films and mm-hmm. monster movies. So he didn't give a shit about the hot goss. He would just, oh, who's going to play Frankenstein in this one and Hammer Films and all this. That He would just built this magazine strictly around horror movies and monsters. Hmm. And um, it was pretty hot up until about the mid-80s when Forrest Ackerman died. Well, uh-huh. I mean, even leading up to his death, it kind of tapered out a little bit. But uh, I guess Corey Taylor just bought it and he's got some big plans for it. Hmm. So I'm psyched for that. I'm going to find out uh, when I can get a subscription because it's hopefully going to be badass. Friday Hmm. the 13th, the final chapter. You know the the name? Mm -hmm. It's getting a Steelbook release. Oh. That is a strange um, movie to get a Steelbook release too. How many other ones have a Steelbook release? I'm pretty sure most of them. But if I had to pick one... If I had to pick a movie in the Friday the 13th franchise to give a steelbook release to, mm-hmm. this would probably be, other than uh, Jason Goes to Hell, I think this would be the last, second to the last, third to the last. Jason Goes to Manhattan would probably be second to the last. That was, that was dog shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know, maybe, maybe the other, maybe all the other good ones were taken. Part, like, you I, know what? Maybe, why not? This is the last one. Let's put it. <laughs> yeah. We got to get some something in here. Part six, dude. Jason lives. Uh huh. That's my favorite out of the entire Friday the Thirteenth. Oh. A lot of people agree with me. I think too. Hmm. I don't know. That's where I would go. Anyway, uh, Vestron Video has an <laughs> has announced a Silent Night, Deadly Night box set coming out. Oh, all five films. Okay. Including the Weirdo Flamethrower remake. Oh, my. It was something. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's be let's be honest here, inmates. Those movies, not very good. Mm-mm. Not very good. Even the first one. It was. I mean, it's fine. If you are have some kind of a STD and you have a Santa Claus Slayer itch that you need to scratch, mm-hmm. that, that's probably going to be your go-to. Yeah. But... Once you get past like the weird Christmassy allure of it, and uh, Linnea Quigley topless getting impaled on some deer antlers, that it's just another slasher. <laughs> right. After that. And he uses guns, mm-hmm. which feels cheap to me. I don't know. I feel like I'm probably going to have to pick this up. Just oh really? <laughs> I, I I almost why feel not? Ob- I, I feel obligated, buddy. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? This is something that belongs. I'm I'm never going to watch it. I'll tell you right now. I'm not going to watch those movies. They're terrible. <laughs> I've only got so much time in my life left. You understand that? <laughs> yeah. I'm an old guy. But so instead of watching it, you'll just buy them. <laughs> I'll buy it. It'll be on my shelf. I'll say, there's my box set. It That's looks right. great. There's Some, all the Silent Night, Deadly Nights. <laughs> Someday it'll be worth millions. It, no. <laughs> no, it won't. Someday uh, my son is going to throw it in the dumpster to make way for his Asian porn collection or whatever he's into. <laughs> that'll, that'll be where it goes. Uh, are you... <laughs> Are you ready for a sequel that nobody asked for ever? Okay. Are you ready? You ready? You ready? Sure. It's, it's not even really a horror movie. It's more of a disaster. Oh. Sequel coming out to 1996's Twister. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, Helen Hunt is already confirmed for it. Oh no. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Skeletor herself. <laughs> 
Oh, uh, boy. It's going to be called Twisters. Obviously, Bill Paxton will not be returning. Right. I don't know, man. I, I hope they don't have a character as him. That would it. be dumb. Some other yes. guy playing that guy. Yeah. I hate that one. I, I could see them doing like, oh, this is his brother. Sure. You know. Sure. Maybe. Or something like that. Or, I don't know. Uh, great, great grandchild. I, I, I don't care for disaster movies. I don't. Care I did like enough. Twister when it came out. Did you? And I was a big fan of okay. it. Okay. I had a really kick-ass surround sound when it oh, came out. Oh, nice. Um, uh, so I, I think it's a good movie, but I don't know what they're going to do with this. And Hella Hunt is, I don't know, to me, way too old to be doing this. Probably. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, speaking of sequels that nobody asked for, or in this case, a prequel, Hell House LLC Origins. Oh. Hitting Shutter next month. I'm all right with that. Uh, the Carmichael Manor. Is what it's called. Oh, okay. Did you Must watch be one of the first ones? Maybe. Well, that was that was the name of the place where the whole shit went down. Oh. The Carmichael Manor. Um, okay. So, d- did you watch all three Hell House movies? No, just the second one. Okay, you got one and two. Is that what you did? Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna let you figure this out for yourself. Okay. Because I don't want to tell you what what how things went. You watch all three movies, all four movies, when this one comes out, and then you tell me what you think. Okay. Because the third one is a bit of a thing. Oh, really? <laughs> it's a uh, – they tried to go to some places where they probably shouldn't have gone for <laughs> we're, being – We're going to go where no one else has gone before. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, we're going to – Oh, you know what? You watch it. You watch it, buddy. Right. You watch it and you tell me what you think. That's all I got on the horror news. You ready for some listener mail, amigo? Let's do it. Listener mail. Okay, let's see what we got here. We got some emails and voicemails, all kinds of stuff going on. All right, buddy. Let's hmm. start things off down in, uh, actually, over across the pond in jolly old England. Here comes the horror slut. Cat's in the house. Hey, cat. Subject line, almost forgot. Hmm. Almost. Uh, morning, gents. Well, for me, it is about 5 a.m. now. Wow. Getting ready to leave for the countryside and almost forgot to email while getting things ready. Terradome, I have to vote Cenobites. I do love a leather-clad bad boy. Hee-hee. <laughs> As for our marathon, it'll be 80s and 90s slashers. A bit of them all, what? A bit of them all while us girls cook a bunch and drink plenty of wine. Very cool. Nice. And who knows? There might be a pillow fight or three. I hope everyone has a safe and healthy week. Cat. Very cool, cat. Uh, If you do have a pillow fight, you are obligated to take your tops off, cat. (laughs) I've seen the movies, I've done the research. You have to let the girls out if you're going to have a pillow fight. That's right. And one of the pillows has to come open, and feathers must billow out mm-hmm. into a lofty kind of a billowy erotic. <laughs> and if you guys end up making out, that's cool, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a bonus. You know, I'm not going to say no to that. <laughs> Let's get back here to Reno, Nevada. Here comes the cowboy. Hey, cowboy. Speaking of which, subject line votes. Evening Padded Room. Hope everyone is doing well and made it in tonight. Quick email as I've been down today with contact and eye irritation. Oh, shit, man. Sorry. 
Pterodome going with the Cenobites. <clears throat> yes, sir. Uh, I did finally catch Buddy at work and gave him some Reaper pistachio and cashews for you to enjoy. I can get you to the website ones if you want to order some more. Hope everyone has a great week. Catch you on the flip, Cowboy. Well, Cowboy, I would love to taste <laughs> some Reaper pistachios and such. <laughs> Unfortunately, that was not to be. We do have some voicemails here, buddy. All right. All right. Let's kick things off with our main man in Alabama. Here comes Alan. Hey, Alan. Pterodome, what's up? Uh, Pterodome, give me the Sawyers. And Whoa, that's the wrong one, actually. <laughs> Let's try again, Alan. Why does it keep doing that? Pterodome, what's up? It's your boy, Alan. What's Hope up, everybody's Alan? doing good. Pterodome, uh, of course, give me the monsters. Of course. You know, Drag Your Ass do is go miss. You know what the Cenobite's going to do. Anyway, <laughs> um... Darian, are you the Witch Finder General? Oh, I don't know what it sounds like. You got me. Gotta be something about hunting witches. You nailed anyway, it. Anyway, hope you are doing good. Talk to you later. Bye. The Witch Finder General, buddy. Mm. Have you ever seen that? Nope. Vincent Price at his most rapey. Oh. And he is a classic gentleman. To see him get all rapey with chicks is kind of unnerving. Hmm. Yeah. It's weird. It's a weird, but it's actually a really good movie. All right. Thank you very much, Alan, for calling in. Let's get down to Southern California, back from his international travels. All right. Mad Max himself, Mr. Tom Hardy is in Hey, the house. Tom Hardy. Everyone is doing good. Good to be back. Good to have you say. back. Yeah. So I, uh, I was able to catch up on the pad of room past couple of days All there. Right. And, uh, cool. Man, sounds like some shit's been going down in there. <laughs> but, uh, hey, let me get on to the uh, Terror Dome there. Okay, what do you and, got? And, uh, you know, I'm going to take the uh, Silent Hill nurses, of course. Um, okay. I, I, I don't think they're fighting this fighting. week, but I'll fucking take the nurses. I'll okay. take the nurses every week. Okay. Uh, cat, please. <laughs> uh, anyway. I can uh, forward you know, that email. in the Universal Monsters. Yeah, uh, I gotta be honest with you. I'm, I'm gonna go with the Cenobites. All right, like the monsters. It's just they're never they've never been like I don't know ferocious. Even even the Wolfman, you no. know, is not. No, I don't know. I, I just I just don't see him as tearing shit apart like no. I see the Cenobites doing. That's a thing, man. Um, something else I wanted to get into. I got yeah. a shitload of what are you looking at? Oh, was, perfect. Uh, I was had a long flight and I heard. They had a. Uh, like free movies on there, oh, nice. and they had a bunch of horror flicks too. Nice. And some of them were first time watches for me. Uh, okay, Get Out and Us. Okay, uh, I'd actually never seen those before. First time watches. So uh, oh, no. gotta say, really enjoyed Get Out. Thought that one was really good. Uh, sure. Us uh, definitely was uh, not as good. Not 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 as good. I I, I got to be honest. With you. I'm not even sure what what they were going for there. I don't know if I just fucking <laughs> missed it or. <laughs> Or what there, okay. but uh, I guess they just, the underground critters want to do Hands Across America or some bullshit. It's a thing, yeah, I don't know, it's kind of weird. Uh, also got to catch on the flight, uh, Don't Breathe and oh, yeah. uh, Scream. Okay. And it was a long fucking flight, yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I actually got got to uh, Oktoberfest, and Ooh. I got to tell you. 
How drunk were you? Lurker's dream, man. Yes! You know, everybody's running around in that traditional... Uh, the lederhosen. What is it called? Uh, lederhosen. 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 And the girls have their... Version of Their version of that, Ooh. you know. Think St. Pauli's girl, if Ooh. you will. I will. Uh, that sort of thing. Oh. Lo- Ooh. Beautiful. Beautiful. I want to it was a great, great place, great time. Uh, awesome. But uh, strongly recommend it to everybody, and uh, fucking hope all is well. Love you like family. Bye. Love you too, Tom Hardy. I actually liked Us better than Get Out. Hmm. And I think the reason for that is because I had the ending of Get Out spoiled. Oh. So once you know what's going on, yeah, you kind of, it kind of loses its luster a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, us, I thought, had some pretty cool... The, the family was creepy as shit. The other family. The, mm-hmm. Have you seen Us? No. Oh, okay. Well, I won't spoil it. But I thought there was some more... I, thought, I felt like um, Us was more of a horror movie than Get Out. Oh, Get Out was more like a weird. Well, you know how it goes. Anyway, uh, he called back. All right, that was my fault. Sorry about that. I forgot. Uh, I had something on the horror news okay. for you. What do you got? Uh, I don't know if you guys have already talked about it, but uh, Ted White, uh, kind of a stunt man, and probably best known for playing Jason Voorhees and. Uh, what a lot of people think is the best uh, Friday the 13th Part 4, the final chapter. I'm going to disagree. Uh, his past. Uh, I don't know if sad. you uh, read the news there, but apparently he had died. Oh. So oh. there's my horror news. I don't generally have none, but finally I got something for you. Okay. Anyway, let's try this again. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Tom Hardy. <laughs> That's the thing about getting old, man. man. All of our heroes are dying. I know. It's a motherfucker. I th- I don't, I, how much longer do you think Arnold Schwarzenegger has? That's <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester Stallone too. Have you seen those guys recently? They look like beef jerky. <laughs> they do. I'm sorry. I'm sure either one of them could kick the shit out of me, and that's fine. But yeah. just looking at them and you know watching like a predator and seeing just all ripped and svelte and with his smooth skin, and you look at him now and you're like, ah, <laughs> yeah. Me. I don't know, man. It sucks. Right on, Tom Hardy. Thank you for calling in. Buddy, do you have anything for Tom Hardy, Alan, Cat, or the Cowboy? Thanks, everybody, for calling in. Absolutely. Your votes are locked in, inmates. We've got a movie to get into. You ready for this? Mm -hmm. Let's do it. I can tell you like it. I love it. It's perfect. About the deposit? I'll agree to waive all the deposit stuff. You just give me the first month's down, we'll call it a day, all right? It's hard coming up with all that money. And... Uh, it's going to work out. We're not the one with $84 in a bank account, and I checked her right on Monday. You know what you should do. Hi. I'm calling in regards to the babysitter flyer posted outside my dorm. The nice big eclipse is now well underway. I'm feeling a little weird just dropping you out here middle of wherever we are. You have to forgive me, Samantha, because I've not been completely honest. We're from the desert, you know. You see, we... We actually don't have a child. They lied to you. I know, okay, I know you're right. But it's $400. This equals first month's rent and then some, and all I have to do is sit inside and watch TV. This is huge. This one night changes everything for me.
Here we go. Are you not the babysitter? House of the Devil, buddy, from 2009. This yeah. one got 6.3 stars. Written and directed by Ty West. Has an R rating. Stars Jocelyn Donahue, Tom Newton, and Greta Gerwig. Um, okay, so I would say that this is a good movie. Now, I, I don't look at me like that. <laughs> You're giving me the stink eye already. Oh man! Here's the thing: it's I would put this in a. This is sits in the rarefied air of good movies that I'm only should probably only ever watch one time. Because if you're watching this for the first time, it it keeps you. I feel like it keeps you engaged. It's very slow moving. Is the problem? But if you don't know what's coming then there's enough to keep you moving through it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> so this was my first time watching it. Okay. You didn't care for it? No. Why not? Just too slow. Way too slow. I found myself hitting the fast forward uh-huh. on a lot of the scenes just to get to a point of contact somewhere. Okay. It's like she's like walking around. It's like a 30-second walk walking around. It's like a three-and-a-half-minute of her just walking around. Yeah, so I would fast-forward it just so I could get somewhere. <laughs> I get that. I get that. Uh, so I think what we're supposed to – Ty West, I think, was trying to put us in a time machine here. Yeah, and I felt like us, I was watching a 1970s 19, movie. 1981 is where I would timestamp this. Okay. And like right from the word go. It feels like a 1981 movie. Yeah. Like the the music, it, it clearly is set in the early 80s. Uh-huh. Uh, the cars, the pizza parlor, uh, the music they're listening to, the Sony fucking Walkman the size of your head. Yeah. That she's got clipped to her belt. Yeah. I mean, you know, I did get a couple of chuckles. I'm like, oh, yeah. I, I see what you're doing. Yeah. It's very, it, but <laughs> not just the setting, but the movie itself, the pacing, the style. Like, mm-hmm. even down to the font of the credits. You're right. Very 80s. Like, even, like, the opening sequence as she's walking through campus and we're getting those freeze frames of her. Mm-hmm. That's a very 80s cinematography. Right. Cinem- cinematic- cine- yeah. 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 That You know what I'm trying to say. Uh-huh. I don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> There's a word that I'm looking for and I don't know what it is. So, our story starts with a college student named Samantha. And she has had about enough of her dorm roommates bullshit and she would like to get her own place out in town so she has found the perfect apartment which is going to be rented to her by none other than d wallace buddy yeah uh horror Mm. royalty yes d wallace you'll know her from oh jesus i think all of the rob zombie movies Mm -hmm. uh the original howling um oh yeah, yeah several other horror films uh lately she's made a string of bad ones well, just because you, know. you know, I think she's got bills to pay. Yeah. That's not her fault. She just kind of cashes in on it. Uh, 
She's going to rent her the apartment. It looks great. Uh, Samantha wants in. She can't afford it, though. It's the prop. She's got like 80 bucks in her account. Mm-hmm. Uh, D has given her till Monday to come up with the rest. She's waiving all the deposits. She just wants the first month's rent, and she can move in. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. So now Samantha has to come up with like 200 bucks by the end of the weekend, or she's going to miss this apartment. Yeah. So she's desperate. She goes back to her dorm. She goes past the little... Uh, job board situation and she finds a flyer for somebody looking for a babysitter yeah money in the bank baby Mm -hmm. it's easy peasy lemon squeezy absolutely she takes the number she calls it from a pay phone when was the last time you saw a pay phone in the world man it's been a while right i saw that and i was like i remember those days so looking at it it immediately took me back to meadowood mall uh, probably my sophomore year when all the kids had pagers. Oh yeah! So you had to have mm-hmm. a minimum of like three dollars and quarters on you at all time, right? To call your parents when they paid you. Yep. Call whatever whoever knucklehead friend paged you. Mm-hmm. You're getting again. They're they're at a payphone themselves, so you got to call a different payphone from yeah. your payphone. Yeah. There's a whole fucking ordeal. Dude. Yeah. Especially when I in that scene where the the phone rings right back. I'm yeah. like. Oh my gosh, I remember that. Oh yeah, and I, and I, it was something I totally forgot about. I mean, you know, payphones is like, oh yeah, I remember the payphones. Yeah, but to actually wait at a payphone for the phone to ring. For the phone to ring. Oh man, I yep. forgot all about that. Yeah, well, I mean, you're you went to high school about the same time I did. Uh-huh. Pagers, baby. Yeah, yeah. You page somebody with the number from the payphone. They call you back, and now you're golden. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking payphones. <laughs> yeah. God, our, our kids will never know the struggle. No kidding. Of waiting behind, like, the gossip queen in line at the payphone while she's, like, nah, 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 twirling her gum. And, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know if I want to go to work today. And you're, yep. like, lady, i got to call my mom to come get me, okay? And yeah. she's, like, nah, nah, nah. Or call a number for the weather. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. That was our move because, like, I had my own uh, line in my bedroom, uh-huh. and uh, my girlfriend had her own line, but we weren't. neither one of us was allowed to be on the phone after like 9 o'clock. Right. So the move was I would call the weather line, and then I would use the, uh, what do you call that, the uh, multi-line thing? Oh, two-way calling. Yeah, two-way calling, yeah. To call her, and then that way um, her, fo- like her phone wouldn't ring, or she would pick it up before it rang. Uh-huh. But it had to be at like nine fourteen on the nose when oh. I did it, and then we could be on the phone together for like an extra hour or so before yeah. we get before. Well, I was listening to the, the weather for <laughs> for forty five minutes before somebody's parents got wise to us. The fucking phone stunts we used to pull. <laughs> Stupid kids, man. Anyway, uh, so yeah, she calls a number. She talks to an old guy. He's like. Okay, I'll meet you in front of the uh, the student resource center. And she's like, "You mean like right now?" And then the line just yeah, goes. Yeah, that dead. was weird. Yeah, so she's like, "I don't know." So she goes like back to her room, catches her roommate having sex with some loser, gets a bunch of library. The books. sock was on the door. The sock was on the door, <laughs> which is international code for I'm having sex with a loser. <laughs> I had a mana- I traveled with my own socks. Oh yeah, because I was the loser. <laughs> that they were having sex. Do you have a sock? No problem. I've got one right here. That's right. So people hand out condoms. We hand out socks. I have socks. I need to make sure that your roommate stays out and knows that there's a loser in here. That you're That's right. Sex. Anyway, uh, she's like, ah, shit. She gets her library books. Takes her library books back. Basically, she's running some errands on her way to the student resource center. Gets there, 
uh, the dude never shows. And she hangs out for like an extra hour or so waiting for this guy to show up. Rude. So she's like, fuck. Calls her best friend, uh, Megan, played by Greta Gerwig. Mm-hmm. Uh, they meet at the uh, pizza parlor. Now, this is where I get a little weepy-eyed, buddy. Yeah. I miss the old, greasy pizza parlor. Right. Oh, man. We had a few here in town that were still operational up until, like, 2005. Hmm. Um, you know, you had the red plaid tablecloths. Oh, yeah. had the little arcade thing mm-hmm. in the back room where kids could go fuck off. We had one in Washington State that played uh, black and white movies. Nice. Yeah. Very um, nice. Or silent movies. Sorry, not black and okay. white, but silent movies. Okay. Yeah. Very that cool. Was, that was just awesome. Yeah, that sounds awesome. And uh, you'd always have like the odd softball team in there getting oh, yeah. hammered after a game. Mm-hmm. Pitchers of beer flying around. Pizza usually sucked, but it was dirt cheap. Yeah. So who cares? Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, they meet at the pizza parlor. She tells uh, Megan what happened, and Megan's like, oh, you should go take down all of his flyers because he stood you up. And she's like, no, no, let's not be crazy. Um, she goes back to her dorm room where her loser friend her, – her friend is there. The loser is gone, but she's like, oh, what time is it? Oh, by the way, some guy called for you here and left a message. It's the guy with the babysitting gig. Mm-hmm. So she calls him back, and he's like, look, sorry I missed you. Um, it's like this sweet old man sounding kind of a guy. Sorry I missed you. Look, I'm very desperate. Uh, can you do it tonight? And she's like, yeah, sure. And he's like, I'll pay you double. Just come. And uh, it's one night. I'll pay about – comes out $100. to like 400 bucks. Oh, yeah, yeah for the whole night. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, just one night. We're desperate. If you can come do it, then I'll pay you double. She's like, yes, I'm in. Let's do it. So she calls Megan. Megan drives her out to, to, to the actual house. Big creepy house. Mm-hmm. Looks like a museum. Yeah. Uh, Megan's like, oh, shit. I don't know about this. They go inside and start talking to the old guy. And this is where we find out that there was kind of a bait and switch thing going on, buddy. Yeah. There is no baby to sit. They would like her to stay there to watch an elderly mother-in-law that is upstairs in the attic and – uh I don't know. I don't. It's I'm like he spent so much time telling her how okay the mother-in-law is, and she gets around just fine. We just don't want her left alone. Yeah. If she gets around just fine, then what's the problem? Right. I don't know. But we just stay here in the house, and uh, you know, shoot, don't even bother going up there. You don't need to go up there. If she needs anything, she'll come down. Here's a number for a pizza place nearby. Here's a number to reach us at. And here comes my wife, his wife, Mer- played by Mary Warrenoff. Do you mm-hmm. remember her? Uh, Night of the Comet. Oh. Uh, Chopping Mall. Uh, the Devil's Rejects. Um, she was pretty pretty big in the 80s. Okay. And looking at her now, you can tell she was pretty big in the 80s. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I wouldn't say she's held up well. Uh, she comes down. She's like, oh, darling, we're finally getting an, uh, an evening away from Mother... She'll just love you, my dear. Come, let's be on our way. And then they get in a car and go. Mm-hmm. Now, from that, that's like, I would say, probably the first half hour of the movie. Yeah. From this point forward, um, we're going to get a whole lot of nothing. <laughs> and I get it. We're trying to stay with that early 80s pacing. Um, Samantha basically does the exact same thing that I would do, which is just start going through their stuff, <laughs> seeing yeah. what I could find, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a big, creepy house. There's all kinds of cool, like, billiard rooms and things like that. Oh, yeah. And she's, like, sitting down at his desk and trying on his glasses and stuff. And 
What else are you going to do? There's yeah, no plenty, baby to sit. Right. You know, plenty so, to explore. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe you got a porno stash around here I could, <laughs> I could thumb through or something. It's not anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, eventually she finds the TV, turns it on, and we realize this is the night of a crazy lunar eclipse yeah. that's taking place, buddy. So watch out for that, too. Now, at this point, we're going to cut back to uh, Megan. Megan and, and Samantha kind of got into this weird argument before Megan left. Mm-hmm. And Megan's like, this is this is too weird, man. He said a kid, and there's not a kid. And Samantha's like, it's $400 fucking dollars, dude. I need the money. Yeah. I can sit in this house until the sun comes up for $400. Yeah. So she's like, okay, well, I'm out of here. Megan gets in her car and leaves. She gets about halfway down the driveway, and then she has to pull over to light her cigarette using the push-button cigarette lighter. Oh, I remember those. I remember those, too. Those get really hot. And I'm 99% sure you could use them while the while car is driving. in motion. Yeah. So yeah. why we needed to pull it's, over. It's basically as long as you... Well, actually, you know what? I think you could even use it if your car was off. It could be. It yeah. could be, yeah. They don't make those anymore. No. I don't think. Mm-hmm. That's... And it would come with its own little ashtray underneath. Oh yeah, it just popped out. Yeah, it could just be a smoking, driving son of a bitch, buddy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> smoke or, smoke your way around town. Maybe she was a terrible multitasker. It or could something. be. <laughs> I can't <laughs> smoke and drive. Uh, look, this car doesn't move unless I'm smoking. <laughs> yeah, that's how it works. I don't. It's weird. I know. I'm craving a cigarette. I got to pull over. So my foot's going to be on the brake until this fucking thing pops up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she pulls over. And out pops A.J. Bowen with a lighter. He's like, hey, let me light your cigarette. Mm-hmm. She's like, what the fuck are you doing here? And he's like, oh, I'm just here to light your cigarette. You must have got lost or something. And she's like, oh, thanks for the light. And he's like, really cold out here. And she's like, okay, <laughs> I'm going to drive off now. And he's like, well, I'm freezing. And like, you know, can you give me a ride hint, or hint. something? And yeah. she's like, okay, I'm going to go now. He's like, oh, well, you must be the babysitter, right? And she's like, oh, I'm not the babysitter. I just dropped her off. And kablam! Boom! Yeah. He just pulls out a gun and blows her face right off her. <laughs> well, that's too bad, because I was hoping to see Greta Gerwig naked in this mm-hmm. movie, and it was not to be. Uh, she's now out of the equation. And if you were starting to nod off during the film at this point, this is the wake up. Ooh, whoa, shit, okay. Yeah. This is a horror movie. I forgot for a second. <laughs> yeah. thought this was like a weird treasure hunt kind of a thing. Uh, all right, so that's gnarly. That just happened. Now we're going to cut back to Samantha. Um, more snooping around the house. Mm-hmm. More looking at goldfish. More uh, trying on clothes and stuff. Uh, eventually, she's going to break into a Sony Walkman uh, dance montage where she's kind of hip-hopping around and playing pool with her headphones on. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, she's not really paying attention to what she's doing, and she knocks over a vase yeah. in her little dance party there. Now, I'm going to cut to the chase here, buddy, because this is uh, an hour and 35 minutes, and probably a good hour of it is just <laughs> suspense and build-up. Yes. Some of it works, some of it doesn't. This didn't. <laughs> We're we're spending an awful lot of time mm-hmm. of her turning on and off light switches, mm-hmm. you know, and looking at herself in the mirror and things like that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Eventually, she starts to hear noises from upstairs. She kind of freaks herself out a little bit. Uh, she's like, oh, just relax, relax, relax. Uh, she calls the pizza number that they left her. Now, you could tell that that was A.J. Bowen's voice on the other end of the line, mm-hmm. right? It was pretty obvious. Yeah. But her character, Samantha, had not met A.J. Bowen yet. 
or whatever character he plays. So I'm going to write that off. She's like, hey, give me a pizza. He's like, yeah, eight bucks. Uh, We'll be right there. Okay, perfect. Uh, More noises from upstairs. She's really starting to freak herself out. Eventually, she hears like a loud thud. Mm -hmm. But like the upstairs mother-in-law's apartment is like there's a – there's the apartment, but then there's a, a stairway that goes to the apartment, and the stairway is locked. Yeah. So she can't even get to the front door of the apartment. Right. So she hears a thud. She goes to check on the mother-in-law. That door is locked, so she's like, oh, fuck. Goes and calls, tries to call the emergency number. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, apparently, this is like some kind of weird emergency answering service to where you call them, you hang up, and then you wait for them to call you back. Mm-hmm. Because that's exactly how it goes down. Yeah. And again, this time, it was rather obvious to me that it was Dee Wallace calling her back. Mm-hmm. And she's like, this is for emergencies only. And she's like, oh, sorry. I think I, I'm just freaking myself out. I'm just, never mind. Don't worry about it. She's like, okay, well, don't call again unless it's an emergency. Okay, sorry. Now the pizza guy shows up. It's A.J. Bowen. Right. She throws <clears throat> 10 bucks at him, takes her pizza, and runs back inside. Starts eating the pizza and immediately gets like a weird, this pizza tastes like shit, kind of a, uh, rinses her mouth out and throws the pizza away. Obviously, they put something in the pizza. Right. Because this whatever cult is now controlling this entire environment. Mm -hmm. Okay. Interesting. Uh, Eventually, she hears another thud. So she goes and tries the door. This time, the door leading to the staircase is open. Mm -hmm. So she goes running up the staircase uh, knocks on the door. We don't. She doesn't open the door because the door to the apartment is closed. But we pan inside, and there's a bunch of dead bodies in there, mm-hmm. like encircling a pentagram. Right now, am I completely out of my mind in assuming that the dead bodies that were in there uh, in the pentagram are actually the people that lived in the house? Yeah, that's what you got too. That's what I got. Okay, very cool. So that's pretty creepy. Uh, now she's poking around again. She sees a picture in a frame, and it's uh, like some old people getting into a car. Mm-hmm. And she kind of thinks, well, that's kind of the car that uh, the old couple got into. Mm-hmm. So she pokes her head outside and sees like the old 80s Astro van mm-hmm. out there, which was not there earlier. Right. I always wanted the Astro van, <laughs> right? buddy. It <laughs> was pretty cool. It was like a shagging wagon in mm-hmm. there. But I don't know what I, what you do with the inside because you, obviously you got to trick it out somehow, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got to have the shag carpet you in gotta there. you got to put like some kind of a bedding, seating mm-hmm. place that I could possibly have sex with you or butt. If not, then we Velvet can just it out. we can just chill back there too. You know, mm-hmm. do some drugs or whatever we do in 1981. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, those are hard to come by these days. Oh yeah, from what I understand, they're collectors' items. Yeah, and if they're all tricked out like that in mint condition, they're mm. worth quite oh, a bit. Oh yeah. Uh, but anyway, there's a van out there now. Now she's really weirded out because where the fuck did this van come from, mm-hmm. buddy? Oh shit! Goes back inside, gets a knife that she was using to cut up the pizza. She's like, oh, what the fuck? And now the footsteps are going back and forth upstairs mm-hmm. again. Oh, okay, I'm freaking right out. Unfortunately, the shitty pizza is now kicking in. Yep. And she's getting a little woozy, mm-hmm. buddy. And she just kind of sits down for a second there in the kitchen. And when she wakes up, she is tied to a pentagram yeah. in the attic. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have a full-on satanic 
ritual in progress, I guess. I don't know. I thought they were going to rape her. I did too. Therefore, at the beginning, I was like, oh. Okay, this is what we're doing, but they just never got around to it, I guess. No. They got sidetracked. Uh, instead of any kind of rape, what they do is draw pentagrams and blood on her uh, stomach, like her belly button, mm-hmm. and then they do like a weird thing on her forehead, and then uh, they try to like pour some blood into In her, her mouth, mouth through a goat, goat skull yeah. or something like that. And there's like one – okay, so you got the old couple. They're up there, and they're like the ringleaders of this fucking circus. Mm-hmm. A.J. Bowen obviously is up there, and he's like, oh, I got gotcha. you. And then there's another individual – uh, some kind of a deformed fe- uh, little girl, maybe. I don't. I, Something. I don't know what. It, maybe like a, what it was. But she had like a jacked up face. Oh yeah. And she was he or she was ugly, and she's like, ah, you know, making weird like grunts and groans and shit. Uh, as all this fucking nonsense is going on, the uh, eclipse is happening outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, luckily, uh, Samantha gets like her one of her hands free. And then she manages to get the rest of herself free. She spits the blood out. Thank Christ. Yep. Now, okay, well, oh, for big struggle to start with uh, between her and A.J. Bowen, she takes her thumb and jabs it into one of his eye oh, sockets, yeah. mm-hmm. which is pretty gnarly. And he's like, yeah. ah, my eye. She goes running downstairs. Mm-hmm. Uh, they all go chasing her. Uh, A.J. Bowen catches up to her and shoots her in the shoulder, I thought. Shoots her somewhere. Yeah. She goes down. But she somehow gets that knife back and slashes uh, his throat as he approaches. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Uh, then the little demon guy comes creeping around, stabs him. Uh, they get her, the, the two elderly people, get her and drag her back upstairs. And in a weird move, Mary Warrenoff starts like talking to the moon. She's like, oh, please, we have to do this. We have to do this. Yeah. She turns her back on Samantha, <clears throat> who then stabs her in the back and killing her and then samantha hauls ass outside where apparently there's a cemetery right out there Mm -hmm. she goes running out there uh tom noonan follows her and he's like hey it doesn't really matter uh what you do now because we already we already did what we had to do so we just you know just waiting yeah it's just a waiting game now and you can kill me if you want i don't care Mm -hmm. by the way samantha now has aj bowen's gun right so she's like pointing She's doing a weird thing where she points the gun at Tom Noonan, and then she points the gun at the moon. Like, I'm going to shoot the moon. Yeah. You're not going to shoot the moon. No. Uh, you could try, but... It's <laughs> it not even going to come close. It's probably just going to break somebody's window or something, you know? <laughs> Yeah. It's kind of stupid. Anyway, uh, eventually she's like, well, I'll show you, you fuckers. So I think what what I gathered from all this, buddy, is that they're using her to birth some kind of an antichrist type of a dude, right? Mm-hmm. So am I to believe then that the blood on the tummy somehow seeped into her cooter and that's how it got – that's where it started? I don't think it – I don't know where else it would come from. I think it was just a ritual. I don't think it was supposed to go into her cooter or anything. Some kind of an She's immaculate... just supposed to swallow the blood and that's what's going to give it life or whatever. Okay. I don't fucking know. Uh, trying to be the last minute hero, she puts the gun to her head and blows her Ooh. own brains off. Mm-hmm. But then uh, Tom Noonan's like, no! And then we cut to the prologue uh, of her waking up in the hospital. She's not dead yet. All bandaged up and pregnant, apparently. Yeah. And that is pretty much House of the Devil, buddy. <sighs> now, I realize that was a very short summary that I gave you. No, because that, I, I would have liked that version. <laughs> I gave you the story points that you need to understand this movie. Yes. Now, there's a lot in between all the stuff that I just told you about. 
that uh, is intended to build tension and suspense. Um, mm-hmm. I think if you with can, the music, with the and, music and all that, and like the dark and the footsteps yeah. and all that shit. I think if you're our age or maybe even a little bit older, and you can kind of see this through 1981 eyes, you might enjoy it. Maybe I I loved it the first time I watched it because <clears throat> I was just like, "Fuck me, look at this!" Like the attention to detail with yeah. the payphone and like even the house phone that she yeah. used, you know. Um, all the, the, all just all that little low tech stuff that was flying around the pizza parlor and mm-hmm. the people smoking in the restaurant, stuff like that. You don't see that anymore. No, uh, now people smoke in casinos. Even then, people are like yelling and screaming at them as they do. <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, you know, it, I, it hit a nostalgic nerve for me. I loved it the first time I saw it. I realize now that I wasn't watching it as a horror film. I was watching watching it as a nostalgia uh, film. Yeah, like a five year old yeah. that used to sit in front of his dad's TV and watch what he was watching. Mm-hmm. Something not that dissimilar from this. Uh, that being said, you, if you can muster the patience mm. to endure the uh, wide angle shots of goldfish <laughs> and um, <laughs> yeah. the constant. Samantha looking at herself in the mirror and, you know, throwing cold water on her face. If you can sit through that, then you might enjoy this Then movie. you might enjoy it, yeah. Um, it could have been knocked down to about 45 minutes, mm-hmm. I would say. You didn't like it at all? Um, I wouldn't say, like, at all. Uh, it's okay. It's meh. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Give it a meh. Yeah. I understand. Yeah, uh, would IMDb give it uh, six something, six three, six point three? Yeah, six three. I'd say probably like a four eight. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair because I did like the nostalgia stuff there. I mean, you know, it, it is neat to see that kind of stuff. You know, yeah. the pay phones and the pizza parlor. I it, don't. I totally like those parts probably the best. Sure. Um, but then it's just too too slow. If you're watching this as a horror film. It's gonna. It's very difficult to keep your attention. Yes, you know what I mean. And that's how I went into it. You, you get into it, and you're thinking, okay, this chick just needs a job. Mm-hmm. Like, I would say, forty minutes go by before anything even remotely unsettling happens. Oh uh, yeah, that, you mm-hmm. know, she gets stood up on the on the meeting. Mm-hmm. Inconvenient at best, not scary. No, kind of a uh, dick move. Yeah, but. Dick moves don't make horror films. Right. You know? I don't know, dude. <laughs> I say, if you haven't seen it, watch it once. Let us know what you think. I would love to get a third or fourth or fifth opinion on House of the Devil. Uh, the Padded Room 2011 at Hotmail.com or the Mental Health Hotline area code 775-387-0275. Are you ready to take a break, my man? Yeah. Let's take a break. Mm-hmm. I feel like you need an energy drink. <laughs> Keep on trying to hide it, but your friends know 
If you like what you hear, head over to the Padded Room Facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation. Check out the T-Villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. And we are back, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, man. What, what could I get out of you for $400 for one night? Would you watch my kids? Oh, um, yeah. Would you watch my mom? Yeah. Would you let my mom watch you? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> 400 bucks is 400 bucks, buddy. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not saying that you have to like get naked or anything, but what if my mom just came to your house and just followed you around for a full night? <laughs> <laughs> That would be the weirdest thing ever. That would be weird. All she would do is complain. That's it. That's all she would do. I'd be exhausted the next day. Yeah, yeah. That'll suck the life right out of you. I can do maybe an hour and a half, and then I have to leave. Yeah, no. I wouldn't do it for $600. Full night? Jesus. Okay. I mean, in 1981, 400 bucks was like 
That's like a down payment on a car, pretty much, right? Right. So I get where she's coming from. I don't know, man. I would, uh, if I were in her position, I would, uh, I would probably take it. Four hundred bucks. Yeah, but you're expecting to watch a kid, so it's like once you get there, it's like, wait a minute. You know what? Senior citizens much easier to watch than a kid. Guaranteed. That's true. That's Keeping true. a kid entertained. Yeah, I would have asked. Okay, so. Why is it not a kid now? All of a sudden, I would, I would like red flags would have been thrown up. It's like, okay, fine. You know what? I'm watching, you know, the, the, this old lady upstairs. But <clears throat> why didn't you tell me that? Yeah. Do I have to change her diapers? <clears throat> yeah, because that's yeah, well, kind of a thing. Which mm-hmm. We charge extra for that around these parts, buddy. Yeah, uh, four hundred dollars. Mm. <laughs> the bidding starts at a <laughs> thousand. Yeah, I'm gonna see old man cocking balls. Uh-huh. One thousand dollars and got to clean and wipe. Ooh. If that goes down, we may have to work out some kind of like a, uh, I don't know, per diem rate or <laughs> down <something>. payment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Way down payment. <laughs> Are you ready to get into the Terror Dome, you maniac? Yes. Let's get it on. All right. No tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. I'm not going to hurt you. You didn't let me finish my sentence. I said, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to bash your brains in. I'm going to bash them right the fuck in. I'll kill you all. I'll drive you crazy. I'll kill you all. Dream come true. To the Terradome. First, last week's winner, buddy. Mm-hmm. Team's competition. We had uh, the Cenobites versus the Universal Monsters. Yeah. Blood had flown, and screams of anguish echoed through the night. By dawn's early light, the castle grounds were silent but the sw- spider web of hooks and chains remained. With a vote of 9-2, to two, the Cenobites win over the Universal Monsters. Wow. I get that. Mm-hmm. I get that. We've never really seen the Universal Monsters like in a working together kind of a fashion, except for the fucking Monster Squad. Yeah. And that shouldn't even be in the conversation, because really they were just there to get outsmarted by a bunch of dumpy kids. Mm-hmm. Piss me off. We could have, if we had all gotten behind uh, the 2017 Mummy, we could have had the whole Dark Universe, buddy. Yeah. But everybody decided to shit on Tom Cruise for no reason. Mm. For no reason. For no reason at all, buddy. Don't get me started. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Let's take a look at this week's matchup, shall we? Yeah. 
We are in the Inferno Conference round 14. As usual, inmates, bear with me. I'm not much of a writer. <clears throat> Santa Carla had become stale, stagnant, and worst of all, repetitive. The boredom and tediousness of unlife was hitting the boys hard, and infighting was becoming a nightly occurrence. Max didn't want to lose them, but he knew they would have to leave the, bo- the boardwalk and spread their wings eventually. So they took to the open road, traveling the forgotten highways and back roads of the American mid- Midwest, feeding and riding by night, resting by daylight. Stopping for gas in a small Nebraska town, they happened upon a bizarre crime scene. A gas station attendant picked clean of all muscle, flesh, and sinew, leaving only a bloody skeleton behind the counter. Then the ambush was sprung. Several dozen small, black, furry creatures leaped from the shelves and attacked attacked themselves. Attached themselves to Paul and Marco. Combat has been joined. Team's competition, we have the Lost Boys versus the Critters. Buddy, how say you? Lost Boys. I'm going to go with the Critters, man. They have a numbers advantage, and um, I feel like if you take a vampire... I mean, the previous win for the Critters was over the 30 Days a Night Vampires, mm-hmm. which one could make an argument is a much more savage competitor than the Lost Boys. I'm just I'm just, I'm just thinking about, you know... Mm-hmm. Postseason stuff, whatever, <laughs> whatever you want to call it, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. That, that's your uh, Terradome matchup for the weekend, mates. It's the Critters versus the Lost Boys. Get us your votes by next week if you can. Mental Health Hotline again is area code seven seven five three eight seven zero two seven five, or hit us on the regular old email at the padded room two thousand eleven at hotmail dot com. We are also happy to regale you with uh, how to fix your car. Um, you know, you want to talk about haircuts. Uh, neither one of us is looking – I, I, I like to think of myself as a four. Yeah. Buddy, I know, is at least a solid six because, <laughs> you know, he, chicks hit on him all the time. <laughs> I think I'm a – I said I'm a four. He's laughing at me. You don't think I'm a four. Huh, I think you're cutting yourself short. Yeah, a four. <laughs> <laughs> You know, let us know what you think, inmates, and we will, uh, we're will we happy to address those and interact with you on the show anytime you like. In the meantime, however, we have a long list of horror movies to tell you about in a little segment called, What Are You Looking At? What are you looking at? Buddy, do us the honors. All right, so I got to check out Grim Cuddy. I was uh, I was flirting with that. That was That's pretty on good. Hulu, right? Yeah. Okay. I liked it. That was a pretty good one. Okay, I was going to do that, but then I found something else on Hulu. Yeah. And I did that instead. I'll tell you about it in a second. Go All ahead. right. Uh, Run. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sarah Paulson. Yes. Yeah. That was actually pretty wild. Yeah, and it was kind of, uh, I would say it was more like drama. Yeah. 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 Um, the Other Lamb. That one was ridiculous. It's basically like this cult leader. Okay. Um, he's got a bunch of wives and then daughters. And then basically, uh, well, makes his daughters eventually the wives. Of it's course. really weird. Yeah. As yeah. a cult leader. Should. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, held. Held. Okay. Um, that's like this masked dude that's um, 
uh, torturing this lady. Okay. Uh, there's a little twist in there. It was pretty good. All I mean, right. it was, you know, decent. Um, I saw 100 Ghost Street, The Return of Richard Speck. Now, that one has a very nice... It's a silly fucking movie. Oh, it's it terrible. Is. It is, but it has a very nice ghost rape scene. Oh, yeah. Uh, that part I was okay with. Yeah. And I'm not saying I'm okay with ghost rape, mm-hmm. but that chick was hot. Yeah, she was. And you got to see everything you wanted to see. Yes, yeah. And it was, it's, I mean. If that's all you want to watch it for, uh, watch mean, it. <laughs> Fast forward it. <laughs> you could, uh, one could squeeze one out to that scene. Yeah, it's almost like they took a little bit from Entity. Yeah, a lot from Entity, except she's much younger and in better shape than Barbara Hershey, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, high Rise. High Rise. Uh, so it's like the rich people are on top, the poor people are on the bottom. He's okay. starting this like city building. It looks like a skyscraper in a okay. sense. Um, and, of course, things go haywire. There's anarchy going on in, in the building. Yeah. Uh, hatching. Hatching. That was a really weird one. So this girl... Um, has an egg, okay. and it grows like this egg. All of a sudden, becomes really huge. Okay, it's all it all has to do with like her mom killed a crow in the house at the beginning of the movie, and then she goes out in the woods and finds this little egg. She's going to take care oh, of it. Oh, okay, okay. So but, she didn't lay the egg. No, okay. But eventually, she brought the egg in the house, and it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Well, now this egg finally hatches and slowly starts to resemble her. Oh, very cool. Yeah, interesting. Um, the wretched. I like that. Yes, that's not bad. Um, that would have been a good one for which month? Oh yeah, I, I agree. And that's it. Okay, yeah, I actually got quite a few in there. You did. Look at you. <laughs> yeah. well, I like he's got a day off or something. <laughs> All right, so I kind of mixed in my thirty-one for thirty-one. So for my thirty for thirty-one for thirty-one, I tried to mix in like um, some of my favorite classics and then some new ones that I haven't seen yet, and mm-hmm. some other stuff that I'm kind of curious about. So, um, oh, I have one more. Let me uh, go. talk yeah, about that. Go. Um, there's the new series on Netflix, The Watcher. Okay. Um, I'm five episodes in on that one. There's a total of seven. Okay. It's actually based on a true story. Oh, ooh, all right. Yeah. Um, so basically, these people, this family buys a house in a rich community, okay. 1.3 oh, million. Yeah, I saw the trailers. Yeah. They get a letter that says, I'm your I'm, assigned watcher. Or yeah. Like that. And in real life, that actually happened. Wow. They bought this house and they said, you know, I'm watching you. And it's even signed by the watchers where they got this whole thing. Yeah. And of course, you know, it's it's a series, so they got to expand it out of and blah, course. blah, blah. Of course, blow it up. Um, yeah. Yeah. Add some drama. How about I Came By from 2022? Ooh. I feel like you told me about this yeah. at some point. There's like a tagger, a couple of dudes. Yes. They break into rich yes. people's houses. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they put I Came By on uh-huh. the thing. Uh, interesting. Interesting right? show. Yeah. Uh, ending it is kind of fucked. Really could have gone dark. I mean, it did. Well, it did, but it really could have been worse. Well, yeah, but I mean, you're you're rooting for them to find the guy because his mom is looking for him. Oh, my gosh. And then his mom goes missing. And you're like, fucking, really? Yeah. And then lastly, finally, the thug comes in and rescues. But they're already have. They're, they're gone. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to give too much. But it was a good show. Oh, man. I really like that one. Uh, Ultrasound 2021. Mm. This one was on Hulu. I don't think I've seen that one. So imagine, if you will, a hypnotist that can put. Oh, fuck me. I don't even know if I have this right. So basically. He's like he's got like this stage show, and he goes to a high school, and he convinces one of the high school girls that she's in love with him. 
They go on to get married in a very inappropriate way. And it just, this poor schmuck's car breaks down in front of their house. So he is like looking to get his car fixed. He goes in. It's a whole thing. Oh, wow. I can't even explain it because I don't know if I have it right. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? It's a whole ass thing. Uh, Deadstream, this one is hilarious. And I know you're thinking about doing it for immersion therapy. Don't. I'm going to give you the thumbs up. Oh, okay. Do it for immersion <laughs> therapy. And basically, basically, this fucking knucklehead is like a uh, YouTuber, influencer kind of a guy. Okay. And his whole thing is that he does dares. Like, he's trying to overcome his fears. Okay. But all of his monetization got taken away after some kind of an incident. And now to get it back, he has to go stay in this haunted house for one night. Oh. And by himself. And nice. he does. And he makes the biggest vagina out of himself. Oh, yeah. I have seen in a long time. It's actually quite impressive. <laughs> All right. Um, Hellraiser from 1987. That's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did a double down on The Shining and Dr. Sleep. Oh, nice. Back to back. Here's something that a lot of people didn't notice. You've seen The Shining. Oh, yeah. Love it. You've seen Dr. Sleep. Mm-hmm. Say the Kubrick Shining. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, fuck that other one. Uh <laughs> Stuart Ullman's office in the original Shining. Mm -hmm. At the beginning, Jack Nicholson walks in, sits down, he has his interview. Okay, now fast forward to Dr. Sleep. After Danny gets to uh, whatever that Rhode Island town is, Mm -hmm. he uh, gets settled in. He goes to the doctor's office after he tells him where to find his watch. It's the exact same fucking office buddy wow everything down to like the the placement of the pens on the desk the american flag the curtains behind him oh sick where um what's his name um the guy uh danny lloyd uh the guy that played him uh ewan mcgregor Mm -hmm. is sitting in conjunction to bruce greenwood as to where jack nicholson was sitting to Stuart ullman that's pretty cool exactly the same Wow. I mean, it's like creepy. I wouldn't have noticed if I hadn't watched them back to back. It just fucking blew. I immediately texted Jason. I'm like, what the fuck does this mean? He's like, oh, no. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Uh, he Never Died from 2015. That's another mm-hmm. one of my favorites. <clears throat> um, we're all going to the World's Fair from hmm. 2021. Okay. This one, I would like somebody else to watch and let me know what you thought. Uh, It's streaming on HBO Max. Basically, it's about an online horror game, challenge slash game, where you go to a website, you click a link, you say, I want to go to the World's Fair three times, and then you prick your finger and wipe the blood across the screen. And then after that, somehow you're reality gets altered okay but the ending is kind of a uh i don't know i don't know what to make of the ending all right so if anybody has time check that out i would love to get a second opinion the barge people from 2018 have you ever seen this one Hmm. picture um the hills have eyes but with fish people okay it's a bit of a stretch i understand that but these are some gnarly fucking fish people. Okay. And they're looking to fuck some shit up. Wow. Uh, that and lastly, Lovely Molly from 2011. Nice. And that is all I'm looking at, buddy. Very cool. How about some immersion therapy then? Yeah.
Immersion Therapy. So what do you think of uh, Books of Blood? I liked it. Me too. Yeah. Uh, two hours. So Yeah, it was a long one. You, you'll get that with an anthology. Anytime they, they can do an anthology and kind of weave them in and out of each other, mm-hmm. the different stories and stuff, I'm always a big fan of that. Oh, yeah. Um, the, the crux of this one was pretty nuts on to Clive Barker's work. Mm-hmm. And his the, like the, the cornerstone of the Books of Blood, uh, a lot of our favorite horror films came out of the Books of Blood. Uh, mm-hmm. Candyman was mm-hmm. was based on a short story that was in the Books of Blood. Dread, um, Rawhead Rex. Wow. Yeah, I know that. I know that's a deep dive. Um, there's quite a few other. Uh, oh, uh, not Lord of Illusion, but there was another one. Uh, anyway, a lot of our favorite horror films came out of the <laughs> original Books of Blood anthologies. But like the one that was entitled the quote unquote Book of Blood is the one that we got here. Which right. was the guy scamming the paranormal uh, thing, with, and then bringing the professor on board, and then eventually the dead actually using his body mm-hmm. to carve their stories into. So that was kind of cool, actually seeing that done. Um, the, the idea of being like put into like having your eyes and mouth sewn shut and walled up. Oh man! And like volunteering for that—that's right? that's the hard part for me mm-hmm. to get into. Yeah, because I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> uh, sensitivity issue. There's you know? that, and there's like uh, I'm going to want to beat off, so <laughs> I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to at least need my hands, and uh, I don't know what they do with the genitalia. Before they put you in the floor or the wall or wherever they decide to put you. Well, you've seen what the other ones look like, too. Yeah, it's like, why would you want to look like that? Yeah, you look like a mummy. <laughs> you look like a mummy. You get mummified in there. Right. I don't know, dude. Uh, pretty good show, otherwise. Yeah. I thought. Mm-hmm. You liked it? I did. Right on. Check that shit out, inmates. It's on uh, Hulu presently. Mm-hmm. What do you got for us this week, buddy? All right. In light of your uh, recommendation, we are going to go with 2022's Deadstream. Uh, it's a disgraced internet personality attempts to win back his followers by live streaming one night alone in a haunted house. But when he accidentally pisses off a vengeful spirit, his big comeback eventually becomes a real-time fight for his life. <laughs> That's right. And you will find this gem on Shudder? Yes. Yes, Shudder. All right. I don't know if there's some kind of an award that we can give for girly screaming. Oh but wow! It's got that this in there. This guy has got a girly scream, like on, like on point. Damon Wayans is it? Damon Wayans oh, yeah. or, or one of the Wayans? It's one of the Wayans guys, the, the younger one. Maybe Sean or Marlon. Yeah, maybe Marlon. I think yeah. it's Marlon, the one that usually does like the weird yeah. kind of movies. He's he, got he's got a good one. Yeah, but this this guy is pretty close. Wow! He's All right, got, he's got a very girly scream. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's educate me, you maniacs. Mm-hmm. Educating Miss Monica. First, my clues from last week. I am here to identify problematic people in your little village. 
luckily for you, they're usually female and troublesome and usually pretty hot. Now, I'm going to start picking out the hottest of the hot females in your village and designating them as quote-unquote problematic so that they can then be executed. Unless, of course, they can persuade me, buddy, vigorously in my weird bedchambers in the keep or the castle or whatever. I am, of course, uh, the Witchfinder General. Wow. Vincent Price classic. A lot of people would call this his best film ever. Really? Yeah, because it's... uh, Dark? It's dark, and while it is a horror film, it doesn't involve, like... It's it's like a historic horror film. Huh. And it doesn't involve, like, ghosts or zombies or any shit like that. It's like a recreation of historic events. Hmm. And the way the... um, What do you call it? Malefactum... Malef... Maleficorum or whatever it is, the wit- mm. basically the field guide to uh, uh, wit- hunting witches was right. written. So, uh, hmm. yeah, he he went pretty dark for this one and very rapey too, wow. which is kind of weird. Who might I be this week? You ask. Good fucking question, buddy. Well, buddy, I am an awkward young man. Uh, I don't smell very well, <laughs> and I don't. I'm lonely. I live in a. Uh, I guess a uh, weird apartment, flat, hotel room kind of a thing in Los Angeles. And uh, there's a bunch of struggling actors and actresses that cohabitate this building with me. One of them actually took a liking to me, and we started hanging out, and then I accidentally killed her. I didn't Mm. mean to. Uh, It might have actually been a suicide. It was a very strange set of circumstances. Now I've got her dead body in my bathtub, and uh, I'm going to have to piecemeal it out. But what I'm going to do, in a weird way, chop her up, and I'm going to take each piece of her out on a little date and kind of get to know that piece of her before I throw it in the lake. <laughs> Who might I be, you ask? It's it's a very weird movie. <laughs> Tune in next week, and I will drop some knowledge on you inmates. In the meantime, I think that's about going to do it for me and Buddy this week. Buddy, you got anything else on the week, amigo? No. All right, well, join us next week for The Vitch. Yeah. The Vitch, closing out Witch Month here in October. Mm-hmm. Um, like, comment, subscribe, of course, wherever you found this show, inmates. That helps our visibility quite a bit. Do have a Patreon campaign running? If anybody gives a shit, you can find the link at support.paddedroompodcast.com, I think. I think that's where you go. If not, just go to paddedroompodcast.com. There's a Patreon link right there on that. It'll take you right to our Patreon page. $5 donation gets you control of the month of December. Um, a padded room t-shirt, a padded room travel mug. And uh, that's about it because I'm all out of porno. <laughs> I gave it all away, buddy. Well, I threw most of it away because wife got mad at me. So we can't have this shit. Deacon's starting to get curious. <laughs> right. Starting to explore certain parts of the garage. Um in the meantime, I guess that's it for us. For Jason Harrell in absentia, Miss Monica in absentia, uh, Buddy who did make it, uh, disembodied girlfriends who get thrown into a lake one piece at a time, angry vampires and the various aliens they may encounter, uh, babysitting even when it's not a baby, it's a senior citizen, and the Padded Room Podcast. Visiting hours are over. Bye and have a great week. Keep